at $200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! SNES Podcast with your host, Soulblazer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Super NES Podcast. Uh, I am Greg. He is Joe. Hello. Uh, <laughs> we are here for another special episode for you, 150. Uh, we, we're traditionally, traditionally, for these every 50th episode, we like to do something special for you. Um, so since this is episode 150, we just wanted to do a special. Uh, also, this coincidentally runs out to what might be our last episode of the year. I'm not sure yet. Maybe, maybe not. Depending upon when this gets released. I mean, it's like we may not record this the, the last episode of the year, but this may be the very first episode that you guys hear in 2021. It's confusing, you know. The time, <laughs> you know, time, you know, time is like, uh, yeah, yeah, time is like uh, timey wimeys, and like we're not really quite sure anyway. This very well, the point is this very well could be the last episode of the year, and we always like to do a special a special for the last episode of the year. So this is very like coincidental combining of the two factors. So uh, for this one, well, I decided to go ahead and give Joe the chance to do something that I gave Joe, uh, uh, George a chance to do re- to do research do it like a while back. Since the, since the podcast has been going on for a while, 150 episodes, um, I I gave George a chance to go back to, to go back in the list and bring up some games he wanted to talk about. Because he felt strongly about those games, either one way or another, positively or negatively. Um, so, uh, like I said, I wanted to give Joe the, 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 uh, Joe the same chance. Uh, Joe is kindly obliged. He has a list here of six <laughs> games. So, I'm going to let yeah, so I'm going to let Joe uh, drive the episode. Um, you know, he'll bring up each game in turn. We'll talk about it for a little bit. Um, like, and then move on and just see where the conversation takes us. So, uh, Mr. Joe, whenever you're ready to start <laughs> off, sir. Uh, please. All right. So there's a little ca- a little few caveats. One, I I didn't go in depth and do research uh, like Greg does because of the fact that these uh, games have been covered in the podcast before. And if you want more information on them, uh, please go back in the catalog and listen to those particular episodes. Um, also, I didn't try to uh, beat any of these games. I gave myself a 30 minute limit to play them all. Um, I did go back and occasionally play a little bit more, um, but I, I didn't want to get bogged down in playing and getting stuck in nostalgia and, you know, limiting the amount of time I had with other games. <laughs> so Okay, yep, that's fair. So let me just clarify. Didn't he... So, like, I know Super NES experience has um, um, been very limited, so that's one mm. of the reasons that you want to join the podcast. These six games, had you played any of these games previously before this podcast? Uh, yes, I've played actually all of these previous to the podcast, except for one, which I'm leaving for last because I think you and I will have a lot to talk about with it. Sure. Okay. Um, but everything else I've had, um, previous experience with and in my little, uh, my, in my notes, I actually specifically mentioned how I had that experience. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't want to like, you know, like, uh, 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 
Yeah, so just wanted to clarify for context because that helps. Because, yep. like, you know, I wasn't sure, you know, I wasn't sure if you went to, like, brand new games or, or, or games you reached back in the well for them to... No, most of these uh, are retreading, um, okay. you know, games that I've encountered before the podcast and uh, some even before uh, owning a SNES myself. And okay. then, like right. I said, the, the last game specifically is the only game that um, right. yep. was a new entry. Like, I had never played it before. And I specifically, you know, it's last for a reason. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so the first um, game uh, was Uni Racers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, I love this game. Um, this is honestly the second game only to Super Mario World that I ever played on the Super NES. So growing up, um, as you all know that I have, I was a Genesis kid. Um, that all started with our Friday trips to the grocery store. Um, my parents had a subs, uh, what do you call it? Like a membership. There we go. To Sam's Club. And whenever we'd walk into Sam's Club on a Friday night to go do that family shopping, there was the electronics section where they would have each of the consoles set up with a TV and we'd be able to play. So that's how I, you know, experienced Super Mario World and uh, eventually Mortal Kombat, which Mortal Kombat being the one that swayed me to get a Sega Genesis. <laughs> um, yeah, so actually, the, uh, yeah, so sorry. Like I, nope. I mean, I, I, I'm, so I'm just like interested, like in just win here for a small bit because we haven't covered Mortal Kombat yet. I'm sure eventually at some point we will, but uh, yeah, that whole um, it's interesting you bring it up because that whole because, because uh, I want to say an opinion here on uh, um, an opinion about that game and yeah. I'm not sure how popular how popular it's gonna be, but uh, you know there was a, there was, you know of course everybody knows about the whole controversy about like you know the, the, the Super NES version of Mortal Kombat but being like cleaned up and not having blood in it, right? Or is it the digital version of the game you could do that like of a code? Yeah. Um, I actually think that playing both games, the Super NES version is better because it actually like handles better. Um, um, as far as the controls and the graphics look better. Um, the, the Genesis version I think really only has going forward uh, the blood factor. I mean, if I take that out, I think you know, I you know, I actually, I actually, I actually, I actually, I actually think the Super NES version of that game um, is better. And I'm not just saying that because I'm saying that. I like to be a fanboy, just like, you know, I just think that everybody gets so hyped about the, the, the blood factor, they all, you know, they, they all gravitated, they gravitated to, to Genesis and kind of forgot Super NES Port was actually, like, very good, I, I thought. Um, so, you know, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're both equally matched, in my opinion. Uh, I, I don't see too much of a difference between the two. And, I mean, if you want blood, you play the Genesis. If you don't care, you got the Super Nintendo version. I think they're both fine. Um, I think the divide comes with Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2 was oh, yes. head and shoulders yeah. better on the Super Nintendo than it was on the Genesis. But, you know. Because Nintendo, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was how Nintendo, Nintendo got wise and decided to relax their policy. Right, so, right. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, that game was more arcade perfect. But, yep, all right. Yeah. Sorry about that. So, go ahead. No, you're good. So, uh, yeah, so Uni Racers ended up uh, becoming uh, a staple when I would go over to my friend's house. So in uh, early, late middle school, early high school, um, we were still doing the sleepover thing on weekends. 
So, um, down in his basement, he would have the Super Nintendo, and he had games like uh, Super Metroid, you know, A Link to the Past, and, uh, you know, Super Mario World, and one of the games he had was Uni Racers, and I knew nothing about Uni Racers until he had popped it in, and there's this little unicycle racing around on the track, and I was like, oh, that looks like it'd be a lot of fun. So I, you know, played for a bit. Um, single player was okay. I enjoyed the experience of the single player, um, but this is by far a multiplayer game. This game shines as a multiplayer game. Playing against my friend, who would obviously beat me mercilessly because of the fact that he owned the game and was able to play it over and over again. I didn't understand, right. you know, the the you know mechanics of the game or and and all like the fact that the the color of the tracks, you know, of course now 20 years later, uh, you know, I know that the color of the track is telling you basically what's coming up and like how to adjust to that and um, how to do, you know, you got the, the half pipe tricks and everything else. Uh, really in-depth game and a lot of fun, especially on the multiplayer side. Um, the controls I, I felt were super smooth. Like anytime I messed up, I felt like it was my fault. Although I did notice, um, maybe, I don't know if it's a hitbox or maybe if it's just, uh, this game's, I mean, graphically, it's kind of nice. It's very pseudo 3D-ish, um, kind of like a 2.5, I guess that would be a good way to put it. Um, it feels like there's a 3D background where, like a void, yes, tracks kind of come forward, so... Sure. Um, but you know, and I would do different tricks, like so, some of them, like you just nail them, but then occasionally, like, I just felt like, oh, like I did a backflip, but you're telling me that, you know, it didn't count because I didn't land properly. And I felt like I did land properly, you know? So maybe like hitbox or whatever the mechanic is, maybe it wasn't tweaked perfectly, you know, but, uh, smooth gameplay in my opinion. Uh, the music is fantastic because this is probably one of my favorite soundtracks um that i can think of in gaming in general i really love like they get you motivated to race they they pump you up um and yeah i mean that's pretty much what i gotta say about uni racers <laughs> yeah uh so yeah so um i mean i'm surprised to surprised that you picked this one because you said i said it's a pretty um it's a fairly uh, it's a fairly uncommon game, right? Um, so, like, uh, so yeah, it, it, it's fortunate your uh, it's fortunate that your friend had a copy copy that you're exposed to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I agree with most of what you said. Um, it definitely is. Um, it definitely is an underrated game. Like, you enjoy this kind of, uh, of game. It's definitely um, de um, uh, it's definitely worth our playing. Uh, we never got the chance to play a multiplayer, so I have no experience with that. So I'm glad to hear about how fun the game is multiplayer mm. because uh, George and I just played like single player mode. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, uh, controls controls are sharp. Graphics are, the graphics are good. Music's great. It takes a while to get the hang of things because there's a learning curve in this game. Right. Um, especially later on in the game when Ash you do all those like moves and tricks to tricks to be able to win. Yes, and you're like, yes. oh god. But <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's just a shame this game is so uncommon because uh, um, because um, you know it's like you know Pixar uh, uh, Pixar suing them because they thought that they're right. <laughs> That they can rip them off, so it's like which is horrible. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it's like it's like I remember saying in the podcast. It's like I I guess technically they have a point, but how many ways can you show you? 
like a unicycle. Uh, I mean, it's like uh, I mean, it's like it's not really something that you can do like a whole lot of imagination on. Right. So, but uh, yeah. So uh, per the, so like per the story, uh, they had the compromise that the compromise the companies reached they cut the, the, the companies reached was that they were allowed to sell the copies they had the copies that, are, that, are, that already had been made. And if it was running, but they couldn't uh, make any more of that. So uh, this is. This is kind of an uncommon game, and therefore, like, if we want to play it, you either have to pay a lot of money for it, or, 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 um, or play it by emulation. Um, you know, that said, if you enjoy this kind of game, it's it definitely worth checking out. It's very like, uh, like it's a very like cutie game without really being like. Um, it's starts off starts off kid friendly, but it gets very very difficult very very fast. Yeah, so. and this is one of those games. Like, I find it like for me, and like obviously, I played it over at my friend's house and whatever else. So. The, the, for me, like, I've known about this game, so then when I hear people talk about, like, you know, the great games of the SNES or hidden gems, like, the fact that this game, like, hardly ever comes up baffles my mind, but then knowing that they got sued and the first batch was all that was able to be sold and making it an uncommon game, it makes sense, you know what I mean? Not yeah, a lot of people were exactly. exposed to it, you know? I got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely, absolutely, because, like, you know, yeah, because, like, this is, this is definitely... Yeah, it's definitely like one of the rare cases. Your cases were like you're in the right place, at the right time, letting exposed to a great game that not, uh, uh, that not a lot of people uh, had the fortune to uh, fortune to be exposed to. Right. So, but uh, yeah, good pick, surprise pick. Thank uh, you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely, it's a fun game. Um, you know, like, uh, but uh, okay. Uh, okay, number two. What's up next, Joe? All right. So next is uh, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. And wait before y'all uh. boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. th this was, you know, for me, it's it's sad, but I mean, this was this was my Super Nintendo experience with, uh, you know, RPGs um, for the longest time. I first um, came across this in probably. God, I want to say like 2000, 2001, when I first started emulating Super Nintendo games, and literally it, because it said Final Fantasy, I tried it out, um, and I fell in love with it, and before that, my only experience with uh, RPGs, for the most part, had been the original Final Fantasy for the NES, and then by this time, I had played Final Fantasy VII, but I hadn't beaten it. I didn't even put anywhere near close enough, you know, time that I should have. And same with uh, my one of my favorite PlayStation games, Lunar Silver Star Story. Um, if it wasn't for this game, and as simple as it is, and I'll admit it is baby's first RPG. Um, it's very handholdy. But it did what it was supposed to. You know, this game was to basically take us Westerners and introduce us to the JRPG that the East has been doing for years and hold our hand through the entire process and be like, this is what you're supposed to do. This is how it goes. And it did its job and it made me love RPGs more than I had before and in doing so 2001 was the turning point for me because that's when I I still had my original PlayStation I still had all my games 
Um, I had a Dreamcast at that point. So, like, I went back and I finally beat Final Fantasy VII. I finally played through Lunar, the Silver Star story. I started um, exploring Chrono Trigger. Still haven't beaten that game. Um, <laughs> um, another game that, you know, spoiler that we're going to talk about on here, Super Mario RPG I was introduced to, um, and, um, th there was another RPG that, oh, Skies of Arcadia for the Dreamcast. So, like, uh. all these games I was, you know, I had been introduced to and had kind of played, but it was because of Mystic Quest and the hand-holding the way that it it teaches you patience is what it really does. It teaches you the patience that you need for an RPG. And by teaching me that patience, I was able to go back and enjoy all these other RPGs that I had dabbled with, but I'd never really gotten into. And as, although this is, um, as many will describe it, baby's first RPG, and I can't argue that, um, it's good. The story is, you know, not fantastic. It's not deep, but at least it's a coherent story. It's not some like off the wall crazy story that you're going to lose track of. You're going to understand it from point A all the way to point Z. Um, the graphics are decent. Obviously, um, Final Fantasy 4, 3 and 4, you know, were better as far as graphically goes. Um, Feel like the music in this was really good uh, i didn't hate um other rpg games that had uh you know had you know same type of music and whatnot but um i don't know i, I feel like this one's a step above but not quite to the uh bar that was set by like chrono trigger and final fantasy 4 and even um Future games like, you know, Secret of uh, Mana. I'm trying to think of the other one. But anyways, so, uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed this for what it is. And it opened the door wide for me as far as RPGs go. And it sounds ridiculous that, you know, you're probably imagining this 18 to 20 year old man sitting there and going, Oh my God, RPGs are so wide open right now playing a game that... You know, would have come out <laughs> when you were much younger, but you know, it's it's the truth. I mean, this—if it wasn't for this, it wouldn't have ta taught me the patience that I need to have when going through an adventure like this. And in doing so, it really did open the door to a lot of other things. And now I can play RPG and enjoy them for what they are. Uh, yeah, that's a very good summary. Um, you know, once again, I actually, I actually agree with most of what you said uh, because, uh, you know, you know, I also, I also like this game quite a lot because I recognize, I recognize that yes, it is a very simple RPG, but you're not the only person I've heard of who's described it as being like a great entrance, uh, entrance way RPG, and right. that's what we're designed to do. Just like, just like, for those of us, for those of us who already have been exposed to Final Fantasy IV or other like. "Quote unquote better games," you know, it, it's very easy to turn your nose up at this one. It is very simple, right? But, but, but like I said, for what it was trying to do, it did its job well. Yeah. Um, you know, like I also had this game as, as a as a teenager, like and I enjoyed it. Um, because, um, yeah, I that um, yeah, because I think it's fine for what it is. It's like, obviously, the best part about this game is the music. The music's great. Right. 
you know, like anybody, you know, anybody should at least check out the music regardless, because they're, they're, regardless, the, the soundtrack is very good. Right. Also, also people, uh, also people, uh, um, also people don't give credit for how good the translation is, mm. uh, because like you know, like um, that because like uh, that because they actually, they actually put in a lot of effort to make sure that their the effort to make sure they got the translation like perfect, and the translation is far better than most other games of this time period. <laughs> That's very so, true. Um, but they, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the graphics are fine. The stories, the the, the story's good, for, like what it is. I mean, there is some, there are some, there are some interesting ideas in this game. Um, you have the whole monster dens to, um, to clear them out. Yeah, uh, to yeah. proceed is not a bad concept. Um, so, but they, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like, it, uh, I mean, it's like, yeah. This is the, this is a, this is a pretty easy game to hate. But if you look at it for what, uh, um, you know, if you look at it for what it is, it, it did job and it did job like very well. Yeah. Um, you know, so whether that's you know whether it's not worth playing today is a um uh, um uh, uh, like it's a whole different story. But you know, I still think this is a very good like kid from the RPG to start somebody off with. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but because I mean, there are other good kid from the RPGs out there now, right? Of course, but you know, this one's still a very good you know very good kid friendly as long as they can read. Yeah. Um, at a, um you know at, um like 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 you know good level. Um, because there are some, like, some big words in this, like, when I remember. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's, it, uh, yeah, it's so very fine as far as that, as far as that aspect goes. So, um, I also still have, there was an offer in the, uh, to add to the fact they wanted to be friendly, <laughs> there was, um, you know, there was an offer in the manual where it's like, um, you know, send, uh, send this coupon into us. Uh, just pay shipping and handling, and we'll send you a strategy guide. Oh, uh, wow. A strategy guide for the game free. So I did that, and I still have that strategy guide today. Oh, nice. So, uh, and yes, and yes, it does simplify the game, simplify the game, like, even more for you to have it. Right. But, you know, it's, but so it's pretty cool. It has some, like, unique artwork in it, uh, um, um, uh, like, and whatnot. So, um, yeah. So, uh, so, decent RPG. I mean, like, like I said, good for what I was trying to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I also agree with you. I, I also have a lot of knowledge like this game. Yeah. So, and um, the funny yeah, thing, fun game. I wish that I had found this when I was, you know, younger, because when I did play Final Fantasy for the NES, um, which I had fond memories of, um, come to find out I really didn't do anything in that game, but <laughs> I had fond memories of it. I used to boot up my friend's uh, Final Fantasy cart and it would have their game save. And I would just go around and randomly get into battles, and then, you know, occasionally I'd die, obviously, you know, from being over, you know, run. But, like, that was Final Fantasy to me. Like, I didn't understand that there was a story. I didn't realize that there was, like, a whole adventure I'm supposed to be going on. So, like, uh, for me, right. you know, Final Fantasy, when it, when I was younger, was all about, oh, I power up the game, I hit continue, and I'm going in and just randomly battling goblins and stuff and werewolves and that's cool you know what i mean so if i had found this you know when i was younger and this would have been probably what i would have been 12 13 at the time this came out so that would have been perfect you know it would have that light bulb going off in my head at that age compared to seven years after that <laughs> would have been pretty cool right you know yeah i've had to now you know, since 2001, basically spend the last 19 years going back and, you know, retracking all these JRPGs that I missed out on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of folks who've done that too, just because, um, 
Ah, uh, so yeah, so yeah, so don't yeah, so don't like feel yeah, so don't like you know feel bad about that. Yeah. But well, next up. But, uh, okay. Yep. Go ahead. Next up, we we got Super Mario RPG. Ah, <laughs> uh, of course. Yes. I had RPG to get through game. one to get to the next. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I mean, totally different what, game, So go ahead. Yep. Yeah, but I what can you say? Um, Super Mario RPG. It's got a charming story. I love the visual um, style of the game. It doesn't take place in the Mushroom Kingdom, which is nice. Um, you get Bowser to fight alongside you at some point. Um, you know, it's it's an RPG in the Super Mario mythos. And, I mean, what it opened the door for, I mean, I, I love Paper Mario and what they did with that series up until um, eh, basically the DS iterations. Once, once they got past that, and like the new Origami King is kind of horrible. But anyways, getting sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> but I really, um, the music obviously is fantastic. The graphics are great. Gameplay is smooth. I really like that. It's not your typical, like, typical JRPG. If I want to sit there and go through it, I can sit there and keep tapping the A button to get through the commands and the, the battle system and whatever else. And, you know, you can pretty much automate um, what you have to do. But Super Mario RPG rewards you for actually paying attention and going through the game by timing. If you can time your, your button press just right, you can kind of do a little extra damage. Um... Which I never found it to be a, like a lot, but it's enough to where it makes a difference. And um, this, I, I still haven't beaten it. This is this is one of those, this is why I had to put a 30, 30 minute limit on these games. Because if I didn't, <laughs> um, for one, I probably would have spent three hours on Uni Racers. Just because I like have so much nostalgia for that game. But um, I knew like once I jumped back into Super Mario RPG and started playing through it um i was going to get hooked and i was going to want to continue to play it <laughs> um sure I, I i i don't know i can't think of any low point for this game um i think if if chrono trigger did not exist on the super nes maybe i'm showing my hand before anything about that game but yeah if Chrono Trigger did not exist, to me, Super Mario RPG would be the perfect RPG on the Super NES. Period. End of story. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't go that quite that far because I really love Final Fantasy four and six a lot. Right. But having said that, the but, but, yeah, yeah, but having said that, I totally can, having said that, I totally can get that because the bar is so high in the Super NES for uh, like RPGs. Right. There's so many great games on. It's like. It's like any one of these games, if it was on another system, would be like a system seller, like bar none. Right. But it's just like you know, Super NES had so many great RPGs on it. Very hard, just they're very hard to say like, uh, I mean, just to rank them. But right. uh, yeah, but Super Mario RPG that's available on the mini, right? Plays that game on the mini? Um, yes, yes, it was available on the uh, mini. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I said like you know, this game's yeah, this game's been re-released. The first, the, the, the like the first time we have a game here, it's been released multiple times. Right. Um. But uh, yeah. So yeah, Super Mario RPG is another game that I played and beat back then. And like, yeah, I, 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 I um, yeah, I agree with the, 
I guess I, um, I definitely agree with a lot of like what you said. It's very charming. I mean, it's like, um, the reason the game came out so well is because, like, it was actually a joint effort. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix did most of the work on this game. Right. Well, well, Squaresoft back then, they're Square Enix right. now, but, <laughs> um, because, because, and that's why the game is so good, because it's like they use Nintendo's ideas and concepts, and Square did all the programming for it, and Square, of course, right. made some of the best games on the system, so it's like, of course they're gonna be good. Right, but, right. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's very, uh, it's challenging without being, like, without being difficult. There's a mm -hmm. ton of stuff to find in the game. Uh, you have your, um, you have choices, uh, your choices in your party composition, like how you make it. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, there's really, yeah, the music in this game is very good. Uh, the graphics, the, the graphics of the time, like, were great. Yep. Um, the one knock I'd have about it is that, uh, some of the, some of the, some of the camera angles, the 3D angles, are very hard to see what you're doing. Mm, so that's true. Uh, so, uh, so making some uh, like making some jumps or jumps, trying to figure out where, where to go in some areas, can be challenging because of that. I was gonna say, um, if you noticed when I when I was praising the game, the one thing I didn't talk about was the platforming. <laughs> yes, platforming's not aged very well. <laughs> no, but, it hasn't. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, for what this game, yeah, for what this game gave birth to, the Paper Mario series, which is excellent. Yes. Um. Yeah. This is a. Yeah, this is a really solid game. Um, I just don't know how well this game holds up today, to be honest, because it's like everything this game did well. I think the Paper Mario games and the games that Mio have, um, you know, have copied. Yeah. Um, I really just don't know. I mean, it's a fine RPG for what it is. Um, I think I, I um, so I think you've really got to be in the right mindset to really go back and play this game now in 2020, because it's like, um, it some parts of it have not aged very well. Yeah, I feel at this point, um, I would either play Thousand Year Door for the GameCube, or I would play um, Superstar Saga for the Game Boy Advance. Like those are the two that I think that that superseded Mario RPG. Like Mario RPG was the template that they started with, but that's where they kind of made the jump and changed enough to where it kind of made Super Mario RPG obsolete. Right, I mean, like, you know, having said that, like, if you are of the mindset for old-school RPGs, um, you know, Super Mario RPG is still a very, like, sort of a very, like, good game. Oh, yeah. So, um, but, but, yeah, so, like, you know, like, in a modern sense, now, now, they came out with a full remake of the game. Uh, I mean, that'd be a story. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't think, yeah, but given how, but, 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 yeah, but given how we just said, how much that? How much this game's concepts were copied over and improved upon by, by, uh, by Paper Mario series? I really don't see that happening. If they can come up with a partnership with Square today and do a modern version of Super Mario RPG, I'd I'd greatly appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, again. It's like I know Nintendo and Square are working together again, but Nintendo's. Uh, Nintendo nowadays is very, 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 very tight controlled over its properties. No, I agree. Um, yeah, it's worse than yeah, it was in the eighties. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, I just don't, I, yeah, I just don't see Nintendo giving, you know, giving permission to anybody to, to anybody to use their to use their stuff in a game. Yeah. Outside of Sega, because uh, because like nowadays the two companies are working are working together very closely right, for other right. games. With that one exception, I really can't see anybody else, um, you know, having a shot at it. Right. So, um, so yeah. But having said that, you know, the game, 
for what it was when it came out, the game's very good. It just, it's a shame the game came out so late in the system, the system, the system, the system that most people like didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, very true. All right. But, uh, yeah, yeah now um, we start choices to, so far. I was going to say, now we get, we get into the obvious choices. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we've had some three very diverse uh, choices there, two, you know, similar RPGs. Um, and we've come to Super Mario World. <laughs> and I love yeah. Super Mario World. Oh my of god. Yeah. Um, I won't go as far to say it's the greatest Mario game in the series. I personally think that goes to Mario 3, and I know that that's the argument. Some people see Mario 3 as the best, some people see Mario World as the best. Um, and you know what? Everybody has a good argument. Um, either one of them could be the best one that's been made. I, I absolutely believe that. Um, man, jumping from 8-bit to 16-bit, seeing that transition, um, like I said, going to Sam's Club on Friday nights, that was one thing to be able to sit there and play Super Mario World for like, so, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, um, you know, in Sam's Club. But what I used to really love was uh, when my mom had to go like clothes shopping or something and take us to Sears. And uh, Sears used to be located in the Rhode Island Mall, the second level. Um, you would walk in and in the back of the store on the right hand side in the corner would be the kiosk. And it would be super loud. You would hear the fantastic music blaring out of the speakers. You would hear Mario doing his little twirl jump. Oh, it, I can still remember it like it was yesterday. And we used to, you know, let my mom do her shopping. And we would just run to that kiosk. And, you know, sometimes obviously there was someone there and we had to wait. But most of the times we could get there and we'd be able to play Super Mario World. And I can't remember. I mean, without owning a Super Nintendo, Super Mario World is probably the one game I've played the most out of anything else on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, I mean, that was, that was, it's still, uh, it's still one of those games. Actually, George and I just talked about this um, the other night. We were talking about, uh, we're thinking about actually streaming us running through this game. Um, and I'm, I'm super hyped for it uh, because I've played it, I don't know how many times. I've beaten it maybe like three or four. But every time I've beaten it, it's been on either a cart that I had bought used and Rainbow Road was already, or Star, Star Road, whatever, was already open. So you could pretty much get to Bowser right away. I didn't have to play through the game to get to him. So I've never officially beaten the game by playing it through level by level. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to finally being able to do that with George. Um, but I, I mean, this is, for me, this is like the pinnacle of, uh, this is the reason why you buy a next-gen system. This is, <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the words that we're trying to come out of. Um, the change from 8-bit to 16-bit was very noticeable. It's not like today where it's like, oh, I can see the crack in the wall now. It wasn't there before. Um, it was very noticeable. The music was incredible. Still incredible. Um, yes, as far as the Super Nintendo is concerned, it's maybe not up to snuff graphically, but I mean, 
it was a launch title. Um, it was only going to get better from there, and it better it did. Um, Super Mario World 2, um, Yoshi's Island showed that with the, the cartoonish cell shading that they did for that game. Um, the power-up system, the first time I got the cape and learned how to fly was amazing. I literally felt like I was Superman, uh, never mind Super Mario. And then, of course, the introduction of Yoshi. You get to ride on a dinosaur's back, and you get to eat enemies, and if you eat the, you know, different colored turtles, you can either fly or you can shoot fire. Um, there was, uh, what was the... Blue one gave you wings... The red one shot fire. The yellow one did something. I can't remember what it was. Anyways, it, different shells that you eat would give you different abilities if you kept them in your mouth. Anyways, uh, yeah, they, they they did so much with this game that uh, I I really enjoyed it, and this um, this blew my mind. Like this was if if Sega had not released Sonic the Hedgehog, um, and if Super Mario World was all I knew. I probably would have got a Super Nintendo as a kid. I probably would have pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed to get a Super Nintendo. Before Sonic and um, Sonic 2, specifically, um, was launched, um, I was all about Super Nintendo. I was trying to get a Super Nintendo. I pushed for a Super Nintendo. And my parents would constantly be like, well, you have the Nintendo, it's still just as good, and it still works, you don't need a new system, all that. And it was only with the Genesis, and because Sonic was different than Mario, that we were able to get a second Genesis. So, it kind of sucked, but it was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you have plenty to say about the original Super Mario World. <laughs> yeah, most of it's... Yeah, so most of it, most of it, most of it, I already spent, uh, you know, like an episode on, 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 on this game way back when, so I'm not going to, like, repeat myself entirely, but, uh, yeah, no, I agree with you, like, quite a lot here. I mean, like, you know, I, I don't think it's bad favoring one over the other, because I think both the Genesis and Super NES had great games, right. and it depends on what kind of game it you were. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like, both Sonic and Mario are good games in their own right. Depending upon, uh, 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 depending upon again, like what you're looking for, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, like, um, yeah, so that whole, so yeah, so I definitely agree about that whole Mario Three versus Mario World argument. Uh, I've always, I've always come down, you know, I've always, you know, I've always come down a World mm -hmm. as being the better of two games. Having said that, there's no wrong choice, right? Uh, because Mario Three was a great game in its own right. It's kind of like the whole Mega Man Two versus Mega Man Three argument as well, right? Um, um, so, but they, uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, as far as a packing title goes, this is probably one of the one of the best games, kind of the best games on a system. Like yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo knew how to pack in great games or systems. Um, mm -hmm. uh, because Super Mario Brothers also sold the NES. Right. Um, and Tetris is still, to me, the best packing game, period, for a system bar none. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, because, <laughs> because, like, because, like, that's so millions of Game Boys, like, on its own. That got but, my mom to buy a Game Boy. <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> right, because Tetris appealed to everybody, no matter what your age or demographic was. Right, exactly. But, so, Nintendo really knew how to do packings for their games, whereas, like, Genesis packed... Genesis, for example, came in... Uh, came with, like, a, um... Um... Oh, uh, what was the name of that game? Uh, Genesis originally came with Altered Beast. Altered Beast, yes, thank you. Yeah. Which is a fine game, but not the same as uh, Snuff. No, so, no, there's a reason uh, why I didn't get a Genesis until the the deal which came with Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 packaged in with it. 
Oh, uh, yes, okay. Yep, one, yeah, yeah, uh, we've yeah. discussed, I came from a Jewish family. And, uh, you know, my dad is the traditional, stereotypical Jew. So, two games free with a system, he was buying it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Super Mario World is just like, I think it's, uh, I mentioned before, but, you know, um, Super NES was the first purchase I made with my own money, because I was like 15 going mm -hmm. on 16 at the time. And it's like, you know, I also, I also, I also got Final Fantasy IV with the system. Mm. So... But yeah, like two great games are great games to have the system with. It's like Super Mario World, I kept me entertained for weeks. Yeah. Um yeah. because uh uh it really is a like it really is a fun game. It's like the graphics are the graphics are so good. I mean Nintendo just knows how to make a good platformer period. Yeah. So it's like the plat the, the platforming's fun, the music's great, um, you know, Yoshi's Yoshi's a great addition. The small touches that the game has. Uh for example like the um, you know, just the animations I play, for example, like, I mean, like you know, finish the castles. Mm -hmm. Um, just like, you know, very cute. Yeah. But, you know, like, um, but, uh, yeah, so it's like, um, yeah, it's like, you know, the, the cave takes a while to get the hang of. Uh, is, is it, um, it's not easy, it's, it's not as easy to fly with a cave as opposed to, like, the tail at, like, a Mario 3. Right, but right. Once you get the hang of it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I was gonna um, say, there's a bit of know, a learning curve with the cape, but once you get it, oh my god, is it so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, the re and so the game is a lot. Of, uh, like it's the game, the game has a lot. Of, the game has a lot of, like replayability va value because of, uh, value because like every almost every stage has both has both a normal exit uh, exit and a secret exit. Right. So uh, I mean, looking around the secret exit, uh, uh, secret exit exit like it's always fun. Star Road is very difficult to unlock, and the chain the, and, the, and, the, and the maps there are very the maps there are very very challenging. Right. So. When you so like so 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 when you hundred percent the game, you've earned it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because the, because it's definitely because it's definitely challenging. Um, yeah. So the, um, you know, like the, the battles against the Koopa Kids are better in this game than Mario Three, I thought. Yep. Um, but they uh, yeah. So definitely definitely a fun game. Still a lot of fun to play today. Um, yeah. you know, I do not like Yoshi's World as much because basically that crying Mar the, the, the crying <laughs> baby drives me. That, 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 you're I agree. Insane, I agree. But, <laughs> uh, as far as, but yeah, Mario World for itself is still a very, very fun game. It's like, it, yeah. it's like, you know, this is, it's like, I agree with you. It's like, you know, this is how you sell, like, sell next generation game. It's like, yep. it's like, the only other, the, um, the, uh, 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 the only game that, the only other game that might compare to this was some of the early PlayStation, PlayStation launch games. Yeah, yeah. Like Tekken and Ridge Racer. Right, right. Because again, those really sold the system. And the, right. The system, it's the, 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 like the same way that Mario World sold the Super NES. Yep. So, um, and later on also, um, you know, like, um, I'm surprised you didn't get it. Yeah, surprised you didn't get a Super NES later on, later on, uh, later on, like the bargain bin when they came out with the, the um, so when the launch, the, 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 the launch game came, the launch game, the launch game came out with like Super Mario World and Super Mario All-Stars, like the same pack. No, because That's by then I was looking at selling my Genesis and my original Nintendo with all the games to be able to get a Sega Saturn. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I because... wasn't even looking at for Nintendo. Yeah, because like, yeah, because like four, yeah, because like four great Mario games in one pack was an excellent deal. Yeah, I mean, my 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 gaming history is all about. Uh, I started on the on the right path, and then at some point I was misled, and I went down the path of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Um, well, I mean, like you know, like I said, the like I said, the Genesis, the Genesis, Genesis did have like, the Genesis did have like, the Genesis, Genesis certainly had like, like fun games for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, and there were fun games for the Saturn as well, but it's one of those I should have 
held on to everything and waited just a, a year or two and just bought a plate. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, uh, just curious, like, you know, like, small, like, small side step. Did you, uh, did you ever go back and get the Fantasy Star games a shot? I did. Um, I, I don't hate them, but, um, the problem is, is that I've played so many good RPGs already, so going back and playing those, I remember how I was talking about you need patience. I don't have the patience yeah. to get through those games. <laughs> well, the modern, uh, yeah, so the modern remake of Fantasy Star that's available on the Switch is a very, very good version of the game. I do highly recommend okay. it because they made it, uh, because they made it like very user-friendly for like modern gamers. Okay. There's an auto map in the game for, uh, um, I mean, there's an auto map in the game, for example, oh, okay. now. Um, and as far as the, as far as the whole trilogy of the original, uh, Western, uh, Westernized RPGs games, games go, Fantasy Star, Final Fantasy, and Dragon Warrior. I actually, I actually, I actually think, I actually think Fantasy Star holds the best. Mm. I got those three games. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely worth playing. Um, Fantasy Star Two, I agree with you, is very dated. Fantasy Star Three, however, I thought was very fun because it had that whole generational idea at, uh, to it. Yeah, yeah. Like you actually, the game, the, the how the game played depended upon the, um, uh, depend upon like who you married. Right. Um, you know, I wish more games did that because that's a very like you know like fun concept. Yeah, yeah. Um. The best game in the series by far is Fantasy Star. It's Fantasy Star Four. That's that's still a very fun game to this mm -hmm. day. I think, um, like very very good game, very Final Fantasy ish, like how it plays. Yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely a series that I need to go back and like give it a shot. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, it's like uh, yeah, just like uh, Fantasy Star Four is like Fantasy Star Four is the one game that's not had a, a modern remake made of it. Right. So, you probably have to play that through like uh, new emulation or, or whatever, but you know I think it's worth it. It's definitely like it. Um, it was um, it was their answer to um, it was their answer to Final Fantasy four and six. Right. And in many ways, I think like Sega succeeded. Yeah. All right. So good pick so far. Uh, we're on to number five. Your last, the last game that you had some previous experience with. So go ahead. All right. So second, second to last, I have F zero, and. Ah. <laughs> This is by far my favorite racing game on the Super Nintendo, bar none. Um, they've definitely had some other ones that you know are good. Um, the Top Gear series comes to mind, um, but F Zero to me is the cream of the crop. Game is super smooth, beautiful. I love uh, the graphic style. Um, I actually was baffled when I found out how they actually did the game and it's like the and you, I didn't you didn't even notice it when I was playing it until it was explained to me but the fact that the sprite for the car is sta basically stationary and the map moves around which is pretty cool I, I didn't in now when I play it I can't unsee that but <laughs> um, I, I love this is another one this is probably my favorite soundtracks of all time I think not even just Super Nintendo. This is probably my favorite soundtrack of all time. Um, whenever I hear something like you know Blue Sky or Blue or Blue City, uh, Mute, Mute City's music, like it's just it gets me pumped up and it's nostalgia. Just is um, great variety in the vehicles that you can choose. Um, this is another one um, that you know. I wish there was multiplayer. This game would have benefited so much from multiplayer. 
I don't know if they just didn't have multiplayer because they were so focused on hitting that, you know, release date uh, window for the system and they just scrapped multiplayer or if multiplayer wasn't even a thought. Um, either way, uh, this game would have benefited from being able to play with someone next to you on the couch. Uh, I could definitely see quite a few elbows being thrown while playing this. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I really, I, I can't, I can't say too much more. I mean, the game's, I mean, I don't want to say perfect, but it, I mean, I have yet to find a really severe flaw in this game. Um, obviously, I, you know, it's F-064, F-0X on the Nintendo 64, sorry, is my preferred game to play, and I think it'll always be that way. But this paved the way for every game after it, and it's very sad that Nintendo has neglected this IP because this is one IP that I wish was still going today. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, it on F Zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, once again, it's kind of scary how it's just so far like you and I have pretty much been on the same page. <laughs> uh, Play these games with like a few like minor differences. Um, because yeah, there's definitely less similarities between similarities between this game and the and Super RPG discussion we had a short time ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. First of all, let me just say that even though Super NES didn't have, even though even though even though Super NES came out with a very small launch library, mm-hmm. um, of just like you know like uh, five games, um, you know like uh, 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 Mario World, F Zero, Power Wings, um, Sim City, and Gradius, uh, Gradius Three. All five games are excellent. It's like you know they really. They really went all out with trying to make sure that the games that came with the system were like were top notch, right. and I think they really like agreed with that. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge racing game fan, but F Zero is just a but but yeah, F Zero F Zero is such a fun game. This was a game I definitely I had to keep playing over and over again until I found like 100 percent of the game. Yeah, uh, like all the uh, all like all the maps, uh, the maps, and everything else like that. Um, you know, I was always like you know like Blue Falco just because I love it. I mean, I really liked the balance, the balanced car. So mm-hmm. it was a good mix of like speed and speed and power yep. and whatnot. So, um, yeah, graphics. The graphics at the time like were just amazing. Um, soundtrack's very good. Some of those, a lot of those songs have been remixed for the later games. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, some of the characters have also shown up in the uh, shown up in the uh, in some of the. In some of the uh, Smash Brothers games yep. too, right? Yep. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, but uh, yeah. So just yeah. F Zero is really uh, yeah. F Zero was really like a very fun game. I I, I just I, um so I just don't think multiplayer was possible just because of the fact that it would have pushed the te- you know pushed the technology too hard because right. um you know split screen is hard to work sometimes I think so yeah so that's what um, I was wondering was whether they just decided not even to think about multiplayer or if it was just scrapped you know what I mean right exactly yeah so um but uh yeah definitely so um you know having said that again this is a game I think it's kind of hard to go back to these days because even though it's still a very good game and a good game in its own right again the form has been improved upon so much like so much with the later games mm. um you know just like you know because 
Uh, yo, I agree with you. The N64 game is very good. My, my personal favorite in the series was the GameCube one. Oh, okay. That one's just insane with some of those courses. I honestly haven't but... played that one yet. So I have, yeah, I have uh, the opportunity to be able to play it. I just haven't been able to yet. <laughs> they also, yeah, the GameCube, the GameCube one throws in like upside down and loop de loop courses. Oh, okay. It's like, you know, and like, and like, and like, it's like, it's like, it's one of the few games, the few games I get my motion sick mm. because of that. <laughs> um, you know, but, but. I mean, but still, I love it just because it's such a, you know, such an insane game. Um, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, I totally agree with you that it's kind of sad that it's sad that this franchise has has not had much happening in recent years. There was a there, there was a joint arcade game that Nintendo put out with Namco a while back. Yes. Uh, that was F Zero themed. That yeah. was the, you know that was pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, beyond that, uh, this is definitely this is definitely a series, uh, definitely a series. I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I'd love to see like come back at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because yeah, it's a very uh, yeah, because it's a very very good racing game. It's like it's not it's not realistic. It's not one of those like um uh, um definitely it's definitely not one of those games you want to play if you're looking for uh, I'm looking for more of like a measured a measured balanced actual actual racing game. Mm -hmm. But for what it is, and I think is it, um, I think, um, I think the reason, it, and I think one of the big reasons I did enjoy it so much is it's very over the top with, with like what it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we're very like you know fast paced. It's almost kind of like an action game in points yeah. because it's like you're trying to, uh, you're trying to like beat your own time and like you know avoid obstacles and have things memorized, like, memorized as to like where to go, where to go in this part. Yeah, you how to manage that part. Um, et cetera, et cetera, so... Yeah, can um, you actually hit those jumps and take the shortcuts? Exactly. Things like right. that, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, there's a lot of strategy that. in this game that you wouldn't think is there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Yeah, excellent racing game, like, sure, so... All right, so my last one is bound to, uh... get your blood boiling. <laughs> <laughs> So the last game I chose was the game I believe was the very first episode. So we're going from the first episode to here we are at 150. And uh, it's the game Soul Blazer. Yes, I write my namesake from. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is where uh, I think we are going to part the seas a little bit. <laughs> um, I really wanted to like this game. I tried really hard I spent probably a good hour on the game and to me um, I thought I thought it looked fine graphically I liked the music I liked the sound effects um, I felt the gameplay was repetitive and unfortunately me it felt like gauntlet and it felt like a step back not a step forward as far as uh, RPGs go action RPGs go um, but I didn't hate it and that's that's what I want really want to stress is that I did not hate it and actually in my notes I even put that I feel I need to spend more time um, even though I <laughs> went double over my allotted time I specifically played this one last so that I could uh, spend more time with it which is why I specifically put it last on my list here so that you and I could discuss it more um, but, um, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, and like I said, like, I really wanted to like it and love it. I can't say that I, I hated it. I, hate is a strong word. 
but I, I just, it didn't groove well with me. Um, it, like I said, it felt like Gauntlet, which just felt like a slog to me. Like I'm just going around and just you're attacking the enemy over and over again, getting rid of them. And then there's like a nest area that you destroy. Um, being able to use magic was tedious. Um, having the orb spin around you and then it was only shooting in the direction you were facing. And then you have to like time the orb just right to be stopped in front of the enemy. I don't know. There, there was a lot going on in the game that I... I don't think I was fully grasping, um, which is why I won't, you know, sit here and say I either absolutely loved it or absolutely hated it. I, I liked it. I want to spend more time with it. And I'm probably going to, but it was definitely one I wanted to bring up because of the fact that it is your namesake. Um, I do know <laughs> that you like this game and I wanted to hear your thoughts on this game and maybe you can tell me that I'm an idiot and then I need to <laughs> look at the game totally differently <laughs> than what I already you know have experienced with it <laughs> um well actually uh no you're not an idiot uh I think you um you I think you and I are actually are actually agreeing on this more than you might suspect that we are okay um because yeah because yeah because I like this game um I don't love it okay um the reason I the reason I use the reason I use the name is because like I love it, um you know like I played this game as a teenager like when it came out and just the title was very uh like evocative to me yeah yeah like you know so like so yeah so uh, yes yeah, so I've always like used the title um but um the company that made this game uh also made Actrizer which was uh, um uh, uh which is one of my favorite favorite games of all time period um uh like I also went. Um, so they also went on to make another game uh, that was that was Europe only, whose name I can't remember like right now. I'm sorry, uh, uh, like Europe and Japan only. Okay. Uh, uh, Terra Magada I, I, or, or something like that. I think um, I can't remember the exact name, name of like the, the name of the, like right now. Um, yeah, I mean it's like the game tries to very like the game tries to be an interesting mix. Mm -hmm. um, and so whatever I like about it is the fact that it is a very like unique game because you have it's half action. It, uh, it's, it's half action. It's half RPG because right. the sense you have like you're in the dungeons, uh, fighting like fighting the bosses, going through the dungeons, that kind of stuff. And then you're also, it, but it, um, you know, but but uh, but your actions also tied directly are tied directly like the plot because as you're going through the dungeons, you're rescuing people and rebuilding the town. Um, uh, um, um, for me, it's a lot of fun to go back to the town after you're done and talk to people and you know like advance the story and find items, that kind of stuff. So, um. The story of this game is actually like the story. The story of this game, I think, is actually like pretty good. Um, like what it is. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, the soundtrack of this game is very good. I, I think it's um yeah you know you know I think it's a great soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but the uh, the graphics are fine for what they are. I mean, it's like um and um and there are some very cool ideas. For example, like one stage is like a whole like you know shrunk down like doll town. Mm -hmm. It's like you know everything like um. Uh, 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 like, like like you and everybody else shrunk down to like doll sizes. Okay. So, um, it's, 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 it's like sometimes one of those games. It's like, it's a very it's a very interesting interesting controversial unique title in the sense that they tried to do some you know, they they tried to do a lot of different stuff. They didn't succeed with all of it. Um, what it is, I think it's a decent action game. You know, like you enjoy uh, um you so so if you enjoy games that are like mixes of like action. Of like action, like RPG stuff. This is this is this is worth playing, I think. But otherwise, it's like, um, yeah, I'm not gonna fault anybody for not liking this because the game does have some serious flaws right. to it. 
Um, you know, just, just know. It gets a bit repetitive after a while. Um, there's not enough, there's not, there's not enough variety, variety, a variety, a variety of, like, the enemies. Uh, the orb does have the flaws, like I mentioned previously. Um, but the, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, 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 like, yeah, like, it's a fine game for what it is. If you like this kind of game, great. If not, if, like, if not, then, you know, you don't. But it's like, it's like, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a whole bunch of other, like, you know, like, niche games on the Super NES which are like this as well. For example, EVO, I think it's not like, you know, a niche game, uh, on the system, on the system, playing what it tries to do. There's a whole bunch of other games, uh, games out there like this. So, um, uh, yeah, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I actually agree with you quite a bit. It, it's a very, it's a serviceable, as a serviceable action RPG mix. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of Zelda-like without being as good as Zelda. Right, right. Yeah, I actually thought that we were going to be on opposite ends on this one. <laughs> <laughs> like I even put it, yeah. I even put in parentheses before, like my my little blurb about was like <laughs> cringe moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, I no, I I know, I totally get it because, like I said, you know, I have a nostalgia of the. I'm uh, for this game, and I do recognize the fact it's not great. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's a, you know, it's a decent game. It's a decent game, like what it is. I, uh, um, you know, I give the company credit for trying some, like we're trying some ideas. You know, this didn't all like work out. Yeah. unfortunately. So, but. Yeah, I've played Actorazor uh, before as well, and that's another one I just couldn't get into. But I think that's just because of. Like, the side-scrolling stuff was fine, but it was, you know, like, the world-building stuff afterwards that yeah. just didn't click with me. Yeah, I love games like that. So, like, you know, just the combination of those two things. There are two things. Act Razor, uh, Act Razor I will defend, because I think that's an awesome game. Right, um, right. But, and, and, the sound, and the soundtrack in that game is so good. It's probably, like, one of the best Super NES soundtracks, period. Uh, 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 you know, that... Uh, that... Uh, that Super Castlevania 4, you know, the, yeah. uh, or, you know, both really excellent, like, tailor to the strength of the chip, uh, uh music. Yeah. Uh, like those games, so. Yeah, this is, uh, but. this was fun. I definitely, uh, I think in, you know, in the future, maybe for, you know, maybe another anniversary-like episode, we'll have to do something like this again, because there was a couple other games that I definitely wanted to add to this list, but we would have been here for probably six seven <laughs> hours talking games because you know like castlevania 4 was definitely in the running there for a bit so yes uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there was definitely but, some other games on there that uh I talk about and i know there are some that we will be going back and talking about at some point so sure um, exactly. you know so that's that's a plus so it helped me decide what i was gonna do I really uh, want to thank you for allowing me to go back and, you know, pick through these games and be able to, uh, a lot of these, enjoy for the first time in quite a while. A uh, yeah, sure. I mean, like, you know, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, so I'm glad you enjoyed it. I mean, like, you know, I thought it was only fair because, like, you know, I, I, like, because, um, you know, I know there's a lot of games on here that we've already covered, mm. and I'm like, you know, well, unless I give... So unless they give Joe the chance, he's a chance. We're not really having uh, if you have a chance to talk about them. Yeah. Um. So, um. You know, with a couple exceptions, which we're going to talk about the, like later on. Mm -hmm. But, um. But yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah. Besides, you know, I gave jo um, you know, yeah. Like I gave you know, I gave George the, uh, the same chance. Yeah. Like, it almost seems fair. Yep. So, 
George actually picked like F Zero uh, for another one of his uh, thro throwback games to talk about. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, when uh, I told him, because you know, I told him about the situation when we were streaming the other night, and like, so what games did you pick? And I was like, well, I was like, I don't know if I want to give it away here on the stream. I said, <laughs> but I said I'll tell you, one of them was F Zero for sure, and he was like, oh, he was like, we talked about F Zero for like a half hour, so. <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly, yeah, so... It was good but, stuff. But, yeah, of course, yeah. So, uh, thank you again, everybody, for, uh, like, for taking the time to listen to us. We always appreciate it. Um, so, if you have any questions, feedback, comments, suggestions, uh, feel free to leave on our Facebook page. You can also send me an email directly to the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe, how can somebody, like, reach you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Joe Copel, obviously. Um, but, uh, Twitter is usually the best at J O E S U X three zero. I've been starting to be a little more active over there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, I might as well throw it out there. I do do a streaming thing with George three nights a week. Um, so that's uh, twitch.tv slash games burrito. And, uh, we've been, you know, basically sticking to modern stuff, but we have talked about doing some retro stuff. I guess there's a program called Parsec, where, like, he can share his computer, and we can play two-player games by, like, I don't know. Yes. It's it's weird. Uh, like Yeah, I George used, and I have used Parsec before in the past. I used like, to be really like, good with technology, well. and now I'm just like, oh my god, technology is overtaking what my, my brain can think. So... <laughs> I'm starting to become the old man. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited uh, to see what the possibilities are with that. So, yeah. Yeah, Parsec works very well. That's how George and I used to do our multiplayer um, uh, playing, for, uh, uh, playing for the podcast oh, okay. by using that program. Cool. So. But, uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, um, yeah, a lot of fun. So, uh, anyway, next episode. I mentioned before... A little bit of uncertainty. Uh, uncertainty is uh, certainty is certainty is at this point as this point as what exactly our next episode is going to be. Um, it may be a special, uh, another uh, special. Um, it may be a regular episode. Um, uh, I don't want to tip the hand on the special quite yet because the details should be worked out. Uh, but if it's a regular episode, um, there's a, uh, there's a, uh, there's two possibilities coming up, which will probably be our next episode. Um. So we might as well just mention both of them because I'm not really quite sure what episode is going to be next. <laughs> um, George wanted to look at a wrestling game. Uh, which wrestling game do you want to look? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, like Joe. Joe. I, uh, yeah. But we are yeah, looking to bring George in, so. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, yes. Yeah, so, um, I was, so. And you know, yeah. We, yes, we were just yes we were just talking about George, so that's why he was on the brain. But um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so go ahead. So uh, we're looking to cover WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. Yes, so that will be covered soon. Uh, also, uh, also be covered soon, perhaps next episode. Uh, I, um, I did not realize I did not realize that there was a Super NES Waterworld game, which I, which is a movie I recently I, I recently I recently went back and watched uh, and watched with a fresh eye. So I'm like, well, this looks interesting. Um, you know, the, the, um, you know, it, the, it actually looks like a decent platformer. So I figured, you know, the uh, 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 so I figured it'd be fun to cover it. So. Um, Chances are, chances are one of those two episodes, uh, chances are one of those two games, like um, um, the next one that you hear, uh, the recording order may be messed up versus the release order, but don't worry about that stuff. It's all behind the scenes <laughs> right. stuff at this, uh, the, uh, at this point. But yeah, there are, 
There are some there are there are some additional there are, there are some additional additional stuff stuff as you worked on for the beginning of the new year. So uh, anyway. Uh, thank you again as always for listening to the podcast. So we uh, podcast, thank you very much appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Joe, thank you for taking Joe, thank you for uh, Joe, thank you for, for thank you for taking the, for taking the time to do this yeah, because absolutely. this is all research and research and, you know, this is all research on your part yeah. because I didn't have to do anything <laughs> uh, uh this time around. Yeah. Because I'm like, Yeah, I, yeah, I played all these games already, so I know them, so <laughs> but uh, um but anyway, uh, yeah, it was fun. Thank you again. Thank you. So um all right, so thank you again everybody for listening. Uh Hope you have a good uh, day, evening, morning, whatever time it is of the day that you're listening to this. <laughs> and uh, uh, um, as always, take care. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep power.